How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, happy time of day, wherever it is in the world you are. Rihanna M. Hill here with the lovely Kristen Day. Very excited to have this continue this Breakfast With series and have this interview today. Kristen is part of a visual business. A visual business is aimed to assist smaller businesses with their online presence by means of search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising, social media, website development, blogging services or content management, email marketing, and other business marketing consulting needs or services, which does include teaching you how to do many of these services with DIY one-on-one coaching. However, be prepared to be overwhelmed. (laughs) Know that as a small business owner myself, I get it and I'm happy to help you however I can. So let's get started and get your business on the internet map in front of more eyes. So great bio there. Kristen, how are you today? I'm good, as well as can be expected during this lovely isolation that we're all dealing with all over the world. So, but otherwise, pretty good. Can't complain. Excellent. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate your time and really looking forward to hearing your story. Great. Thanks for having me. Let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? I like mine with cocoa and chocolate chips. So mini chocolate chips thrown in there. And then of course, you know, before you flip them over, you got to add some more just for fun. Absolutely. All the extra chocolate then. Yes. Yes. How about you? Uh, I'm a big fan of blueberry, blueberry maple syrup. Yes. I love me some blueberry too. <laughs> you got to be fresh though. That's for I, sure. Oh yes. Agreed. <laughs> Very cool. So tell us a little bit about who you are. No, as a person, like what is it that makes you, you? Well, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I have actually two girls, um, almost 21 and almost 24. Um, Of course, I'm an entrepreneur, super organized and a planner. So I love planning. So this stuff has lately has been a little hitch in my planning (laughs) spectrum. Um, I'm also an extrovert, like huge extrovert. So again, this is driving me nuts and I'm missing my girl time. Um, I also am athletic. So I do a lot of working out. I work out daily. some days uh, may not look like it. <laughs> Some days we have our moments, you know, um, but I work out every day because I enjoy, um, of course, that's the social thing. So when you work work from home, you don't get out as much. And so this is my engagement with people and trying to stay healthy. And I am a competition shooter. So I shoot matches across the United States for fun. So. Very cool. How did you get into that? Um, so I've, I wanted to be a cop when I was a kid. So I went through the administration of justice program before, cause you can't apply to be a cop until you're 21. So I started doing all that and I took a class. This was back in California, took a class on, um, you know, shooting basic firearm safety. And I found it to be interesting. And then when we moved from California to Virginia, there was a gun range down the road and I found that I was really pretty good at it and better than a lot of guys. And so, you know, feed your ego a little bit and then it becomes fun er, and um, then I moved to Texas. Hello, the king of the, you know, guns in your cars and everything. So that's kind of how, and then I found out about matches. So I started shooting those a couple years ago down here. So. 
Very cool. Sounds like fun. It is. Thanks. Well, tell us a little bit about your business. So you kind of mentioned part of it. So I do search engine optimization and paid ads on Google. That's mostly my bread and butter and what I enjoy the most. Um, It's hard to optimize a website if you don't have one. So I obviously will build websites for small business owners as well. Um, A lot of people don't understand what search engine optimization is. And it's basically taking the content on your website um, as well as the images and like I call it like uh, SEO, like Ninja Mojo, the behind the scenes stuff to pick up on the keywords and things that makes it more appealing in the search engine's um, opinion, uh, like Google, and then allows you to be more visible to the search engines, which in turn makes you more visible to, of course, your consumers or those that are searching. So that's basically, that's my, my niche is there. <clears throat> Excellent. That's definitely a helpful service for a lot of folks. It is. And that's a problem. (laughs) People don't understand that a lot of times. So, Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So how did your business begin then? How did you get into that? I kind of mentioned it, a a military family. So moved around a lot. Well, not a ton, but enough. And um, so I didn't really pick, uh, you know, something specific. So I kind of bounced from job to job and I became like a professional student while working different jobs. And I um, uh, went to a college fair at a junior college in Virginia. And the, the, the counselor who's never met me before was really nice. And she basically told me, you got to, you know, get off the pot. And I was like, wow, this is, she's like, you're kind of all over the place and you're really haven't picked something. And I was, I think it was like a light bulb moment. I really need to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. So I looked through the fields of uh, ex- expertise and I picked internet marketing and I really enjoyed that discipline. So that was, um, gosh, I've been down here seven years. So that was probably about 12, 13 years ago. So I got that. And then I started um, working for, I did an internship at a SEO company and worked for free until I got a job because I was kind of in between a couple of jobs and it worked out for my favor. And then we moved down here. And well, when we moved down here, uh, which is south of Houston, um, Houston's about 30 miles north of me, but it's about an hour away. Well, they have, um, they wanted those kids that are fresh out of college. And I mean, while my degree was probably about three to four years older than theirs, it was, um, I guess, you know, older in age, of course. And they wanted somebody on the younger side, I'm, I'm believing, or make a lot less money. And so couldn't get a job in Houston, so I just started my own business. So hence, a visual business was birthed <laughs> and became my bread and butter and has been doing well almost seven years this year. So yeah, You got an anniversary coming up. That's exciting. I do. Thanks. A lot, of, uh, a lot of businesses are kind of born out of that necessity, it seems, especially with moving. Yep, it does. Well, I mean, you'd, if the, the cool thing is if you are starting a business and you have as a side hustle and you're working full time, it's kind of hard to transition from that full time business and side hustle to 100% high side hustle uh, and, and lose the, the money that you're making. So people are having a hard time going from that comfort zone of, you know, 50, let's just make up a number $50,000 down to zero just to start that side hustle that maybe make them $1,000 a month. So $12,000 a year, it's like, who wants to leave that? So they play that juggle game where they try doing it all. And while you're not doing, you're running your day job, and then you're trying to run this side hustle, and it's not 
doing well because you can't commit to it. And so you're not putting the time into it that you need to, to make it grow, but you don't have the time because you're working a day job. So it worked out for me because we were moving. And so I had no job. So anything was growth. So it kind of gave me the opportunity. Um, well, not that I really had a choice, but it was either that or find a, you know, Walmart or, I mean, nothing against Walmart, but it was like either that or taking a, you know, the minimum wage kind of job just to, to get, you know, to make some money for my family. So totally understand. Hey, I've been in all of those situations. It's yeah. you just got to make it work sometimes. You do, right? So what has been your favorite memory in your business so far then? thinking about that when I saw this and I was like, I don't really know that I really have a favorite memory, but uh, what I do enjoy is looking back because now that I've been in almost seven years is seeing my growth and how that I've managed to kind of hit those, you know, first year, third year, five year kind of, you know, boundaries. I'm, we're in the middle of a pandemic and I've, yes, I've lost clients, but I'm okay. We lost our house in Harvey in 2017. So I basically worked out of um, somebody else's office still rebuilding my business to keep my business and I managed to keep it. And then now I'm at that point where, and I have been for a couple of years where I'm not taking jobs that I don't want. So it's hard, you know, when you first start out, you're like, I'll take anything. And you may take it for less money. You may do jobs that you don't like to do or work for people that you don't enjoy and doing that work that you just don't enjoy. And I enjoy the fact that I'm not feeling desperate. I don't have to take everything. And I can set my own, you know, schedule standards and that, and that, that's, that's a great moment a memory is to be able to see that, that growth and those choices continue to grow as, you know, our businesses grow. So. Absolutely. There's certainly some freedom in, in your ability to keep working through those things when you have your own business. Right. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so with that same thing in mind, now you touched on this a little bit talking about like having to commit to your side hustle versus full time and kind of walking that fence. But as you've gone through this, what does it mean now to you to be a business owner? So I think kind of like you just said, like it's empowering to know that I started a business from scratch and that it's still in business, um, that I have the flexibility. And of course, I'm sure you've heard this too, where everybody's like, oh, you work from home. That must be nice. And it's like, well, it is nice. But when I go on vacation, I don't have this, you know, I don't have two weeks on the books that um, I can walk away from my job and somebody's doing my work while I'm gone. It's all that work either comes with me or I plan before or at the end of it, you know, like Harvey happened. I had to contact my clients, you know, I saved all my stuff, fortunately didn't flood and contact them and say, look, this is the problem I'm having right now. I can cut off your services. I totally understand. Or if you can just let me pause for a month. So it's the, the, the point was, is the flexibility of being able to create anything that you want for your business. You can do as much or as little as you want. And last year was my, as little as I want. I didn't want to take on a lot of new stuff. I was okay with making an average wage, you know, enough to pay the bills. You know, as far as I was concerned, I wasn't hurting, but I was, wasn't reaching for more growth because I was like, I need a break. And so that's, The cool thing is you have the flexibility and the ability to do kind of what you want and you can pick and choose. My business is is great. It's doing well. And then I have the power over everything that I do. And I find that so empowering and amazing, especially for women when we have so much on our plates already. 
Absolutely. No, that's a very great point. Well, with that, uh, let's shift gears here a little bit and get into some of the sticky stuff. So you've had a lot of big wins, uh, but on the flip side, what are some of the major challenges that have happened in your business so far that you've had to overcome or perhaps you still have to work work towards? Well, kind of like I was saying, it's, um, that's easy for me to say now. It hasn't always because um, I needed to get over the have to and the, and the want to. Um, so now I get to choose. So that, that was a sticky thing that I've had to deal with. And sometimes we still have that problem. Like right now I'm, you know, okay, so I lost clients and I'm kind of like where I was financially last year. And I was like, well, was it really that bad last year? It really wasn't. So you don't have to get back to the, you know, begging for work. You don't have to pick up clients that you don't want to just because it's a hard time right now. And it's hard for everybody. And that, that may be different for other people. And I'm lucky and that I'm blessed that I have, that I have still that choice to do that. But I know it's not the case for everyone, but losing clients stinks period. And that's, that's a hard thing for me. And of course I take it personally, but I know it's not personal because every client that I've lost, it wasn't because I did crappy work. It wasn't because I wasn't providing results. It wasn't because we didn't have a good working relationship. It was just because their business changed or things changed where they had to move to a different thing, move their money to somewhere else. So that's always a hard part. And then the most difficult is basically helping small business owners understand that search engine optimization is something that's important for their business. And I always treat it like, um, like a race. So you have a sprint and you have the marathon. Well, the sprint is like paid ads on Google. You can show up on search day one tomorrow, and that is for sure. If anybody says, hey, I can get you to page one by search engine optimization in like a month, please run (laughs) because that's not the case. You get there by paid ads. If you want to get in the long term and you want to stay there, you're going to do things ethically and you're going to do them for the long term, which is sadly, it is that marathon. It's going to take a while. And a lot of small businesses, uh, business owners don't understand that. Um, they don't know why, they don't know how, and they sometimes refuse to, to accept it. And they just think, oh, well, I don't have to do it. It's like, okay, you don't have to, but know that you're not going to grow and your website's not going to improve if you do nothing to it. So that's always hard for me because I want them to grow. I want, I want small business owners to flourish. So, Absolutely. This, this world, this online space can be very confusing as to because there's just so many different parts that, you know, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. It can be very hard to distill down, you know, even as somebody who's been working in this industry for a long time, I'm sure you get tons of messages like that. Hey, we'll get you on the first page. You know, we'll get you a thousand leads per month, guaranteed. At some point, you know, how do you filter out the, the real important stuff versus everything else that's out there? Absolutely. Or it's like, oh, I was told that I can get to page one. I'm like, I can get you to page one too. For what? you know, and what's it going to cost you? And, you know, is it going to be long-term or is it going to be, you're going to be there today and gone tomorrow? Or, Hey, is it for your name? Brianna M Hill? Really? I can get you to page one for that. And you're like, can you? And some people may not understand that, but it's like, I'm sure there's not a ton of you in the area or let alone in the United States. So the chances of, of course, you're going to show up for something so long tail or something like that. So it's, um, I don't want to say it's comical because it's not funny to, I don't find the joy and not in small businesses, not understanding, but it is frustrating, you know, nonetheless. And I try to put that across um, 
whether I'm working with somebody directly or they have somebody already, I say, just make sure that you're educated on what they say they're going to offer you or what they're going to provide, what service they're going to provide, what they claim they're going to do. And then how are they going to show those results to you and make sure you get that in writing? Because if they say, Hey, I'm going to optimize your website. What does that mean? They're going to do, what are they going to do to optimize your site? Does that mean they're going to do your alt tags? Does it mean they're going to do your, you know, your title and your meta tag? Does it mean they're just going to build a whole bunch of links? I mean, what does that mean? Cause everybody has a little bit different or they may focus on different things and that's great. But what is that? So absolutely. That's great advice to, even if you don't necessarily understand what the specifics are, making sure that you have it in writing. So when you do get those deliverables, you know what you're going to receive. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's great advice for everybody for sure. Um, well, shifting gears here again, uh, I love this question. You've talked a bit about your internship, but um, even going back a little bit further, what were some of the first jobs that you've had and how have those helped you? I'm going to say they really haven't helped. And here's why. So I I was a craft store, um, like clerk. So that was one of my first ones back a teenager. Um, I worked for the probation department as a secretary. Uh, so I don't really think that telling people they have to take a urinalysis is really important to my business. (laughs) Now, um, I worked for the welfare department, of course, as a secretary. So pretty much you can see the, the trend. My early on was a lot of crafting, uh, organizing, um, and administrative type jobs. I had insurance background and legal background, again, more secretarial stuff um, in my middle-ish pre, you know, end of the, the career before, you know, search engine optimization. So I don't really think that they necessarily helped. Um, they sure as heck didn't hurt, but, you know, building more experience in business and building relationships, whether they were clients or, you know, probationers or whatever, you still have to treat people with respect. And, you know, explain a process to them. They have to do something. Uh, our clients need to do things, you know, small business owners. So I don't want to say it hurt it, but I don't know that they exactly directly helped it. But, you know, kind of hit and miss. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the zigzag path to business ownership. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, knowing what you know now, is there any advice you would give somebody who's just getting started or perhaps something that you wish you would have known when you got started? I'm sure you've probably heard this one before too, but I really wish I would have started my list sooner. So building my list is one of those that I heard that early on and I was like, but I don't know what to say. Nobody wants, you know, everybody, I get so much email, but usually people on your list, they chose to be there. And I mean, I may not hear from some people um, often, but they haven't left and they have the opportunity to leave and it's, and it's the right way. So it's with an autoresponder where they can, at the bottom of every email, it says unsubscribe and they can unsubscribe at any time and they're still there. So I don't have a huge list, but sometimes you don't need a big list. You just need um, an engaged list or people that chose to be there. I don't put people on my list without asking. And, um, I think that's the best way to do it. So Um, And then I'm constantly building something residual income type things. I'm working on that a lot lately. Um, So I think that that's finding a way to make your business more long-term for lack of better words. So I'm in the service business, so I can only trade so much time for money. So if I, if I work 40 hours and uh, make $50,000 a year, if I want to make a hundred, I mean, do the math. That means I need to really either charge more money um, get bigger clients or I need to work 80 hours a week. And I don't know about you, but I want to work less and I want to make more. So 
So creating um, those side hustles, kind of like we were talking about before, it's okay to have side hustles. That doesn't mean that you're not vetted in your business, but you just need to know uh, which one you're going to promote more. I always promote a visual business, but yeah, I've got, I do nails on the side, uh, you know, the, and the MLM and that's, you know, for fun for me, but it's not, it's an, an additional, you know, flow of income plus, you know, building eBooks or courses, which is huge right now is trying to offer services to people online in this digital space because, well, people can't see other people and they have a lot of extra time right now. I mean, this is not going to be the case forever. So depending on when this airs and depending on how often we recycle this, we may hear it in two years and they may not be in a pandemic, but I'm sure that there's some downtime where, you know, they, they might have the ability to create something like that. So I guess that would probably be it. Um, and to network because it's all about business uh, relationships and creating those because um and I think you had mentioned this earlier, but I don't market my business. You know, I don't, I don't go out there and I'm not pushing sales. I'm not running ads because I couldn't afford to have, let's say 50 new clients in a month. I couldn't, I can't handle that. Um, just like you, you probably couldn't handle like a hundred new podcast people, you know, to come in in a week. You may be able to do it in a month, but it might be tough for you and you might want to hurt yourself, <laughs> but, or maybe somebody else. That would be a lot of work. It sure would. And, and you might be really exhausted. But um, but my point is um, 95% of my business is, is word of mouth and is referral business. So that like kind of speaks a lot to like how hard I build my relationships. And again, it kind of helps to be an extrovert. But introverts can, can build great relationships too. It's just you're going to build them differently. So, Absolutely. No, that totally makes sense. Um, I love to ask this question, uh, super random, but what is one totally unique or random or unusual skill that you have? And I really have unusual skills. Personally, of course, I shoot and uh, being uh, probably 10% of the demographic women uh, shooters, um, I think that's, and I'm actually really good. So I'm probably in the upper 30 um, of the spectrum for this um, type of shooting that I do. Um, and then I have some mad organizational skills. So, I mean, like it's, it's almost a sickness. It's so organized. <laughs> hey, that's some people really need that. <laughs> they do, right. Excellent. Um, well, is there anything else that you want to share today? Um, well, I do have um, an ebook that I'm offering. If um, Maybe I can pass it along and you can put it in the show notes or um, add it somehow. It's a free download for how to optimize your website with four steps. Um, and it's super easy. I break it down really well for you. Um, and then I kind of coddle you a little bit. So with some following up with some emails, so I'd be happy to share that with your audience. It is free. And so, and I'm, I've been told that I have a knack for explaining search engine optimization. So something that's really difficult for most people, I I've been told that I can explain it into layman's terms to make it easy for other people to understand. So I'd love that to share that with your audience. Sure. Yeah. Send it on over. We'll get it out there. Perfect. Um, and where can people find you if they want to learn more? Well, so you can go to my website, which is avisualbusiness.com. And on um, any inner page is basically my Facebook, my LinkedIn. Of course, there is Twitter and uh, I dabble on Instagram. So you can reach out any way that's most comfortable for you. Perfect. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. Lots of good nuggets of advice here for everybody. Really appreciate it. 
Well, I appreciate your time so much for having me, Rihanna, and I look forward to hearing more. Cool. Thanks so much. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something, or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much. Thank you.